The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Well, now it's time to talk uh, sport, and I'm joined by Mick McCarthy from Off the Ball uh, to look ahead at uh, a pretty good weekend in sport. Really is, Pat. Yeah, like um, you know, there's a there's there's a there's a cohort among us who uh, look at the Christmas break as a chance to really catch up on our our, our sport watching over the course of the next few days. So uh, there's lots for us to enjoy, thankfully. Okay, well, uh, primarily, I suppose we're talking about rugby and we're talking about Premier League. So yeah. uh, let's start uh, with the first Ulster and Connacht. Yeah, so this is an interesting one. There's obviously the, the all the, the Irish rugby teams play each other over you know the course of, of two weeks over Christmas. I presume that is deliberate. It is, yeah. It's yeah. so that there's not travel for fans and for players and everything like that. And it's a, it's an interesting tradition and it's one that is good for fans as well because you will get one big game at home over the course of the Christmas period to go and it's going to be against one of your rivals. The problem is that with all the restrictions with Irish players and so on, that only one game will feature the big name. So especially when it's Leinster, we're full of Irish internationals. Yeah. They will only play in one of the games. So there's, I think uh, most of us will hope that that will be at Home and Park against Munster on Stevens' Day. But we don't know yet, unfortunately. So we'll take away from it. But Connacht Ulster is a very interesting one because both of these teams have been struggling um, yeah. in, in, in recent weeks. Now, Ulster had a huge win in Europe last year, last week, that should kick on their season. And if it does, you know, Ulster, there's lots of potential there. They've just had a lot of issues and we have to find out whether they were just getting up for a big game last week or whether this is something that can be sustained. Yeah. Connacht started off the season so well. They were very, very unlucky not to beat Leinster. They did beat Ulster and then they absolutely collapsed in Europe over the last two weeks. Two really, really heavy defeats that have just put such a dampener on things and just have made us think that maybe Connacht aren't the improving coming force that they seem to be. So this is actually a massive, massive game for both teams. All right. And let's talk then about St. Stephen's Day and uh, Leinster journey to Tolman Park. Yeah, yeah. So this is, it's such a great fixture. It's such a great little tradition. I think like Tolman Park will be full. It, there's, there's going to be just a great atmosphere around the place, a great little Christmas tradition. Again, the problem is until we see the teams, Pat, we don't know what kind of contest we're going to get. Munster, struggled in Europe as well, like a borderline disastrous couple of weeks. And, you know, they were unlucky to lose to Leinster in uh, the Aviva a few weeks ago. They played them again so soon. They need a bounce back here. They need to beat. They haven't beaten Munster at home since 2019. Uh, So it's been quite a while at this stage. And it's just one of those things that their season doesn't depend on it. But I wonder what Leo Collins' view is, you know, do you travel your best people for a showcase, or do you kind of do you keep them for the home game yeah. that they've got coming up? You know, the the week later. So it is it is up in the air. My sense is, unfortunately, that these guys are pragmatists, and the first instinct would be what's best for the team rather than what's best for the overall game and what's best for the TV viewer. Yeah. And, and the, the other little wrinkle in all of this is Snayman moving from Munster to yeah, which Leinster, is, which is he won't be there though because he's still recuperating he's from still his recuperating, World Cup yeah, efforts. Unfortunately, so he won't get to play against Leinster this season unless they meet each other in a, in a playoff game later on in the year, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's, it's added a little bit of bite to things for sure. There's a little bit of bad feeling between the teams and certainly the fans. Anyway, lots to look forward to. Now, uh, staying with uh, tonight, because Aston Villa could make a bit of history. <laughs> they could, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, um, it, it'll depend a little bit on what happens tomorrow, but Aston Villa are playing Sheffield United um, uh, 
tonight. It'll be their 16th home league win in a row if they do it, which is they got the record on 15 against Arsenal the last time. Uh, they won away last week to Brentford. They will go top of the table if they win tonight. They will stay there over Christmas if the game between Liverpool and Arsenal is a draw tomorrow, which mm-hmm. isn't beyond the realms of possibility, Pat. And yeah, for, for, Villa, for the Villa fans among us, of which there are a few, uh, it is exciting, <laughs> heady times, um, which we weren't quite expecting this soon. But yeah, very good. They should beat Sheffield United tonight. Their home form is been have a, a text from yeah. Rory and Kilcock. Don't forget to mention the mighty Aston Villa in the sports preview. Huge game tonight with potential to go top for Christmas. We are back. <laughs> I'm sure Mick might mention it, which he has uh, yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would have brought it up if you hadn't, Pat. But you look, it's, it's, it's just this. It's so exciting. It's it, for any any follower of a team who aren't Manchester United, Arsenal, Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea. You know, for us to be even talking about the top of the table, nobody actually believes you're going to yeah. win the title. It's so different and it's so different to your usual football experience that it really just adds, it, it adds an excitement level to the week building yeah. up to games. And we, we have just had surprises before. I mean, remember the year that Leicester won? Leicester won. And, uh, you know, where did they come from? But yeah, 2016, that, that was fantastic. Yeah. Um, so it's not, it's not beyond the realms, but I would have to, I, I wouldn't be betting on it. Okay. Uh, then we have West Ham and Man United. This is an interesting one because... These are the types of games that Manchester United tend to uh, struggle with, I would say, on the back of big performances. They had a big performance at Anfield against Liverpool last week, got the draw. Uh, it's hard to know exactly what they'll face in yeah. West Ham. West Ham, by the way, people won't might, might not realise, are the most up-and-down team in the Premier League. They're winning 3-0 one week, they're losing 5-0 the next. Uh, so they're all over the place as well. Um, but Manchester United have... Struggled, I would say, with this type of performance against this level of team so far this season. Yeah, and you mentioned the Arsenal uh, Liverpool game. Arsenal go to Liverpool for that uh, game half five tomorrow. Mm. Um, absolutely want to savor. We hope, you know, that they get out there and we get lots of goals. We hope so. It's a proper top of the table clash. It's 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 two days before Christmas. It's going to set up the Christmas period of football. It should be. It's evening kickoff. It should be everything we want in a game. If you're into the Premier League, this is kind of the game yeah. for you. They have let us down in the past, Pat, let's be honest, including last Sunday. But I would suggest that this would be good. And I think mm-hmm. Jurgen Klopp having a little dig at the Liverpool fans, it might not be the best thing for them to do long yeah. term, yeah. but they will respond. Sell your week. tickets, give away your tickets. If you're not prepared to come along and give the boys support, yeah. don't. It, it's know, been a bit rid flat for the last couple of games. They're not playing the exciting football that they kind of became used to. Under and Klopp. the warmer up then is Tottenham uh, v Everton uh, before that. So uh, lots to, to look yeah. forward to uh, tomorrow. Uh, finally, any fallout from Eileen Gleeson being... Uh, Nominated as the head coach for the no, women? I wouldn't say major fallout, no. I think there's a couple of people asking questions as to whether, as to what the appointment was. The FAI said they interviewed a number of candidates and that Gleeson was the outstanding candidate. Now, she's won six of her six games. We were in a Nations League group that Ireland should have won, but they won convincingly. I yeah. can't remember Ireland ever winning every game they were in a group of before in men's or women's football at any age group. So it's an impressive CV. It's, and yeah. She, you know, she's somebody that obviously had a job within the FAI as well. There are just questions as to whether the, the closest option is the best. We've gone from somebody with a huge pedigree in Vera Pau uh, internationally and around the world and a lot of coaching yeah. experience to somebody who's, you know, got okay, coaching but experience if it ain't in Ireland. Broke, maybe you shouldn't try to fix it. I, I would suggest so. I would suggest that she did enough in the six games to earn the goal. At least a goal. Yeah. yeah, very good. Mick McCarthy, senior producer with Off the Ball, thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.